0: What's up anatomy nerds? Welcome to Anatomy Bites, a show for physical therapy students and beyond where we discuss different parts of the body in bite sized little chunks. I'm your host, Nick. I'm currently a third year doctor of physical therapy student here in sunny Southern California, finishing up my last clinical rotations. This podcast is for anyone interested in learning anatomy for medical professionals, including PTs, MDs, pre-health students, and more. Thank you for joining us. Let's get on with today's show. Psst. Hey, you. Nerd. Yeah, you. Before we get started, can I ask you a favor? Has Anatomy Bites helped deepen your understanding of the human body or helped you study for that lab practical that you were really struggling with? If so, would you mind helping us boost our rankings in your favorite podcast app? If you're feeling the love for Anatomy Bites and you want to share those good vibrations, can you please rate and subscribe to this show? It's super simple and it will help us a long way. If you're listening to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app, rating and leaving a comment is super quick and easy. All you need to do is scroll down from the main show page until you see ratings and reviews, and tap those five little stars and leave a comment if you feel so inclined. If you're on Spotify from the main show page, just hit those three little dots in the upper right-hand corner of your screen and select Rate Show from there. It's super easy, and doing this small kindness will help boost our rankings and help others find out about the show. So if you're feeling the love, hook us up. Thanks, and let's get on with it. So if you haven't figured it out by now, I'm a bit of an information junkie. And I mean, who's not here, right? (laughs) We're a certain kind of crowd. Um, anyway, so I was looking back at analytics for the different episodes, and, you know, they have a list of the top five and how many listens they all have. And forever, for the lo- Forever, literally forever, for the entire life of this podcast, the most listens of any episode, by far, has been an episode that I kind of find curious, actually, Um It's the very first episode, the one on the gluteus maximus. And I mean, if I think back to that time, I I actually do remember recording it. And I think I just picked the glutes because I don't know, like everybody wants to talk about glutes, right? So why not start there? PT circles, we're always talking about the glutes. Fitness circles, we're always talking about the glutes. But something inside of me, you know, just wonders who it was typing into the search bar gluteus maximus and what they were hoping to find on a podcast I don't know, but I mean maybe they weren't hoping to find anatomy. Surprise! (laughs) We're all nerds here Uh, I don't know, it just makes me giggle Honestly, of course, the logical explanation is that it's just been on the internet the longest, and so of course it's been available for longer for more hits Anyway, I just entertain my brain in that way, so think it's kind of funny but actually looking back at that episode as well we've been around for two years and that's a pretty exciting thing Um, when I started this podcast I was just thinking that I would have like one person (laughs) in like Timbuktu maybe listen to it and uh, we're up to almost 9,000 listens which is fantastic. I just, I love this community so much and I love that you guys reach out to me on Instagram and, and social media. I think it's super fun to connect. So when I say reach out to me, I really do mean it. Um, and I just want to thank you all for continuing to tune in and, and you know, find this stuff interesting as much as I do. And furthermore, I mean, looking back at how this podcast has evolved over the last two years, I feel like I'm finally starting to hit my stride with, you know, how we go about each episode. So if you want me to go back and review anything from a prior episode that, you know, maybe I didn't quite hit the mark on it, let me know. Um, Of course, there's tons of material to keep covering moving forward. We, we'll, it's like at this rate we will never run out of things to talk about but uh, yeah if there's anything that you wished I'd covered in the previous days and you know because the format was different and I didn't kind of like go off the cuff so much let me know and I've, I'd be happy to chime in malls looking for ideas so to speak um, so anyway let's get going with the show This episode today, we are going to talk about three muscles um, because they all have pretty similar things going on, uh, especially when we're talking about the actions. So um, this is basically the adductor heavy segment of anatomy bites. If you listen to the last episode, we talked about adductor magnus, and now I want to talk about three more adductors. We're going to talk about pectineus, adductor longus, and adductor brevis. So we'll go straight through with each origin, insertion, and action, each muscle separately, but just keep in mind their actions pretty much all the same when we get down to brass tacks. Here we go. Pectineus, Attachments. The pectineus is a flat quadrangular muscle situated at the anterior part of the upper and medial aspect of the thigh. It arises from the pectineal line and to a slight extent from the surface of the bone in front of it, between the iliopectineal eminence and the pubic tubercle, and from the fascia covering the anterior surface of the muscle, of course, The fibers pass downward, backward, and lateralward to be inserted into a rough line leading from the lesser trochanter to the linea aspera. This line is nowadays known as the pectineal line of the femur, and therefore that means that the pectineous origin and insertion are both called the pectineal line to be confusing enough, right? So we can call them the pectineal line of the pubis and the pectineal line of the femur. Those are your attachments. Pectineus innervations. For the most part, this is a single innervation muscle, but occasionally it is a dual innervation muscle. Innervation is femoral nerve L2 L3 and sometimes L4. Occasionally, obturator nerve as well. Pectineous actions, adduct the hip and flex the hip. Moving on, adductor longus, attachments. The adductor longus, the most superficial of the three adductors, is a triangular muscle lying in the same plane as the pectineus. It arises by a flat, narrow tendon from the front of the pubis at the angle of the junction of the crust with the symphysis, between the pubic crust and pubic symphysis, and soon expands into a broad, fleshy muscle belly. This muscle passes downward, backward, and lateralward, and is inserted by an aponeurosis, into the linea aspera of the femur, between the vastus medialis and the adductor magnus, with both of which it is blended, usually. Adductor longus innervation, obturator nerve, L2, L3, and sometimes L4. Adductor longus actions, adduct the hip and flex the hip moving on adductor brevis the adductor brevis is situated immediately behind the two preceding muscles being the adductor longus and the pectineus it is somewhat triangular in form and arises by a narrow origin from the outer surfaces of the superior and inferior rami of the pubis between the gracilis and obturator externus its fibers passing backward lateralward and downward are inserted by an aponeurosis into the line leading from the lesser trochanter to the linea aspera and into the upper part of the linea aspera, immediately behind the pectineus and upper part of the adductor longus. Adductor brevis, innervations, obturator nerve, L2, L3, and L4. Adductor brevis, actions, you guessed it, adduct the hip, and flex the hip. So here we have three muscles, very similar in many ways. They're all kind of originating really close to one another. Their innervations are very similar with the exception of pectineus, and the actions are identical. Now, if you listen to the previous episode about the adductor magnus, you may recall a discussion about the adductor group being known for a controversial action, which is not completely accepted by many sources, as the adductors also being internal rotators. So if you want more discussion on that, tune into the previous episode and you'll understand why I did not list internal rotation as actions to these muscles. These muscles Primarily speaking, are adductors, adductors, and hip flexors. And so, you know, I like to do a little bit of real-world application here now that the business is out of the way. Um, Funny story for you, I uh, have a story about the adductor group, believe it or not. So as a kid, I played soccer in my youth. That's what we call it here in the United States, of course, the rest of the world calls it football. I was a footballer growing up, I still am, by the way, but I digress. I was a footballer growing up, played soccer since I was five years old, and of course, as I mentioned last week, the adductor group, extremely important for the action of kicking a ball, right? Adduction and flexion of the hip is the name of the game. So anyway. Once I finally started playing competitively enough, I began to get chronic adductor strains. Of course, back then we just called it pulling a muscle. And uh, of course, didn't do any strength training or physical therapy for any of that, so they just kept happening over and over again. And one day, um, probably around like the first time it really happened, um, got in the car after soccer practice, said, Dad, I hurt myself, I pulled a muscle, and he's like, which one? And I pointed and he's like, oh, you pulled your groin. I said, yeah, okay, is that what it's called? I pulled my groin, okay. So I go to school the next day and we had physical education, which is, you know, running and playing basketball and all sorts of stuff. And I walk up to my teacher after, of course, telling everyone like why I was limping across campus. Oh, I pulled my groin, I pulled my groin. Oh yeah, hey you, I pulled my groin. And so I go up to Mr. Robbins, my PE teacher, and I say, hey, Mr. Robbins, I can't, uh, I can't do the mile today. I can barely walk. And he's like, what's the matter with you? And I said, I pulled my groin. And he said, oh, no, you didn't. I said, how do you know? Of course I did. My dad said so. He's like, you definitely didn't pull your groin. And I was like, um, excuse me. And this was like the first time a teacher really ever talked back to me. How do you know I didn't pull my groin? And mind you this was 1997 my teacher was this old military vet definitely heteronormative times for sure and he said girls don't have a groin (laughs) and I said oh my god have I been walking around telling everyone I pulled my penis and i had a internal meltdown um so i spent the entire day thinking that i was telling everyone i had a penis and that i had pulled it (laughs) um so for me being a seventh grader super shy in that department um definitely didn't even want to admit i had breasts at that point um Definitely didn't want to be talking to anybody about anybody's genitalia, let alone my own, um, including genitalia that I didn't even have. So definitely mortifying experience. I went home. Oh, my God, Mom, Dad. Why did you tell me that i pulled my groin <laughs> my dad's like because you did uh that's just that muscle right there and i'm like no mr Robbins said i he said i had a penis and he said and they're like what and i had to explain the whole thing i'm sure we had to find some kind of neutral party to help us clarify that the groin was actually just one of the adductor muscles um or just like a general term for the adductors It was the 90s guys, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Anyway, anytime I think of the adductors, I think of the groin and how Mr. Robbins convinced me that I was talking about genitalia all day. Well, that does it for today's show. What did you think? Did you love it? Did it leave you wanting for more? Let me know on social media. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Nikki-Ray, that's at N-I-K-K-I-D-A-S-H-R-A-E. Until next time, nerds, A-B out. This show is written, produced, hosted, and recorded by Nikki Ray Alkema, student physical therapist in Huntington Beach, California moral support, and occasional snoring provided by the resident pit bulls, also known as the Itty Bitty Pity Committee, Vita and Zoe. Anatomy readings are sourced from the United States Public Domain Text, Anatomy of the Human Body, 20th Edition, by Henry Gray and Warren H. Lewis. Opinions and commentary are my own and do not represent any institution or professional affiliation.